Group Experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. Hello and welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations, the podcast designed for students of travel. Whether you're listening on one of the audio streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or you're joining us from groupexperience.com, thank you so much for tuning in. Destinations Beyond Expectations is on Facebook and Instagram, so make sure to give the show a like or a follow. And if you haven't explored dbetravel.com yet, go ahead and pop over to the official website of the podcast. And of course, if you know anyone who loves to travel, make sure to share the DBE podcast with them. Today, I'm joined by Marcy Stewart from the Layovers and Luggage Travel blog. Marcy and I chat about an article she wrote that highlights things to do on a weekend trip to Chicago. You can find the blog we're reviewing at layoversandluggage.com or simply scroll down to the show notes where her best Chicago weekend blog post is included. I'll definitely be adding some of the sites, attractions, and restaurants that Marcy talks about to my itinerary next time I visit Chicago. And listeners, I think you might want to do the same. Okay, let's get to my interview with travel enthusiast and blogger Marcy Stewart so we can learn about some fun things to do on a weekend trip to Chicago. Marcy, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thanks so much for stopping by the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Um, So Marcy, you have a blog called The Best Chicago Weekend where you put together an itinerary of tours, restaurants, and experiences that are perfect for a weekend trip to the Windy City. what you know kind of inspired you to put a blog together that covers how someone can spend a weekend in Chicago? I this spring visited some really good friends who are locals in Chicago, and they are pros at putting together the perfect itinerary, which is just the right mix of hitting up the necessary tourist spots, but then also feeling a bit like a local with some of the other activities. And I really wanted to share all the fun things that we did and help empower others to have a non-touristy slash local weekend as well and get the right feel for the city. Uh, And I love sharing specifics with others because I rely on recommendations when I go to new places. And so it feels like a nice way to pay it forward, especially in the really fun travel community. I love it. And I actually have a quote uh, directly from your blog and we'll start here. You write, you can't go to Chicago and not get a deep dish pizza That's something that I totally agree with. And you talked about a place called Chicago Pizza and Oven Grinder uh, in your blog. Now, there's tons of places that someone can get a deep dish pizza in Chicago. Uh, Tell me why you, you know, wrote about Chicago Pizza and Oven Grinder Company. What stuck out about them? So, yeah, the Chicago Pizza and Oven Grinder, it's a super historic spot in Chicago and it's one of a kind. So I had to go get the deep dish pizza there in this narrow building, uh, like Victorian brownstone, and it has high ceilings, it's really narrow. And it's across the street from where there was the St. Valentine's Day massacre in 1929. And then it was burned in the fire of 1971 and it left behind a shell and was renovated in the 1970s and now has this cozy atmosphere and great pizza. So super cool history, I love that. And then they have this thing that's called a pizza pot pie and we got the half pound you can also get the full pound but it's basically a pizza inside a bowl there's homemade sauce there's like triple baked sicilian bread and 
they flip over the bowl when they bring it to the table and then take the bowl off. And so there's like this just steaming heap of single serve pizza. So it was a unique experience and it was really good. And I've been kind of daydreaming about it like ever since we went. So it's safe to say that you might go back next time you're in Chicago. Yes, you have to go back, especially to that spot. So we all know Chicago has a really unique history when it comes to like the mafia and mobsters and gangsters. Um, you actually did a, a really neat bus tour uh, that kind of features gangsters, mobsters, and criminals. Can you talk about that bus tour and, and what did you learn? Yeah, so yeah, first thing Saturday morning, we woke up and we're like, let's go learn about some of the gangsters of Chicago. And so the mob bus tour was so fascinating. We had a very engaging guide and got to travel all around the city via bus while listening to this more secret history of Chicago. What I think is really cool is I think a lot of the mayors of Chicago have tried to brush this history under the rug, but it's truly a part of Chicago. And so I was happy to be able to find a tour that was excited to share more about it. The tour itself was a right mix of seeing the city from a bus, listening to the stories in between spots, and then getting to hop out and walk around on a few spots where major events happened. And it really touched on Chicago in the 1920s, you know, the roaring 1920s, you've got speakeasies around the loop, you've got bootleggers, you've got gangsters like running the city. And the mob is such a big part of Chicago's history. So I loved learning about the history of the place that I'm visiting. And it was a super fun, like 90 minute tour. And there was air conditioning, which in the middle of summer was great. And I would say in the winter, it would probably be heated and a nice way to see Chicago without being out in the elements. So highly recommend. Uh, so we talked about deep dish pizza just a bit ago, but there's a really uh, there's another food item uh, that's popular in Chicago that you have to try. And that, of course, is a Chicago style hot dog. You grabbed a Chicago dog at Mr. J's. What is Mr. J's? Tell me about that. So I'm the type of person that will usually only get a hot dog at a baseball stadium in the summer. And when I came to Chicago, I knew that it was something that I had to get and it had to be the Chicago style hot dog. And so this hot dog is loaded with vegetables. There's like pickles and peppers and onions and tomatoes and there's mustard. So basically I've been doing hot dogs wrong my entire life and only want a hot dog this way from now on. It was so good. It was so much more exciting than the usual just like meat on a bun with a little ketchup that I usually get at the ballpark. And I had a few friends too comment and say that they also, when they lived in Chicago, would stop by Mr. J's like on their lunch break. So it felt like a real authentic local gem. And I think it was very like unassuming and just on a street corner, but it was also there were plenty of people coming in and out when we went there. So it felt like the right local spot. And remind me, I think you mentioned this in your blog, but it's not just one location, right? There's a few throughout the city. Yeah, there were a few. I think in between tours, we just looked up which one was the closest to us and had a few options. So it was really good, though. I would I would definitely go back. I kind of wanted to just redo it, loop back in, get another <laughs> hot dog. Um, you just said in between tours, and there's another tour that you did. Um, which is the architecture boat tour, which is a, a great way to see Chicago and all the buildings. Um, can you talk about what it's like getting to learn about the city's architecture from the water? And that must be a really unique vantage point. So this was probably the highlight of the weekend. I love boats. I love being on the water and I love learning about things about the place that I'm in. And so the Chicago River is beautiful. It's such a pretty unique color. 
it was really cool to be on a boat with all these towering buildings on both sides. And so the boat is called the Wendela. If you do this, you should get there early because then you get to pick your seat, which is a good spot is on the very top of the boat. But there's also like indoor seating too, if there was bad weather or if you're just kind of chilly. And there's an open bar, which was very fun too. Uh, but we got to learn all of this architecture history because because of the Chicago fire, uh, Chicago became this prime spot for architects to come in and kind of build from scratch. So there was a blank canvas. So every building has this unique story. And I think there's like over 40 buildings that they talked about. We also lucked out, again, had a super engaging guide. We sat at the top of the boat. The river tour went out to Lake Michigan. So then you get to see the skyline from the water. And then we looped back in, talked about more buildings and kind of ended where we started. It was so cool. I would do it again. My friends have done it again because they said they learned something different every time they go. There's just such fascinating history about all of the buildings and the architects. And I think different guides probably have different things that they like to highlight. It's interesting you talk about the guide a little bit because I brought this up with guests in the past too. I mean, I really feel like guides can make or break some of those kind of tours, but it's great that you had a good guide. What's your thoughts on like, group guides i do think they have to be super passionate about what they're doing and i love when they're authentically just themselves like you can tell they're excited to be there it doesn't feel like they're reading from a script and they want to engage with the crowd and i even i actually like when if there's like people having side talks they're like hey excuse me i need you to like listen to me uh really like making sure people are all on the same page so i do think they can make or break it and i'm always one to make sure to write a yelp review or mention their name so that way they get credit for an awesome tour as well but yeah they can really make or break it agreed so switching gears from on the water to beside the water um what's chicago's river walk what's that like so the river walk we hopped off of the boat tour and there are a bunch of restaurants all along the river so you can then sit and enjoy the architecture we didn't make a reservation anywhere. We hopped off the boat, walked around, and knew we wanted to sit waterfront. And there's tons of tables uh, along the water. And so we found a spot. We sat there. We got some flatbread pizza. We got some drinks. We people watched. You could see more boat tours going back and forth. There were also people on smaller boats, like recreationally driving out to Lake Michigan. I think it's also a good spot to spend the afternoon if you just want to sit for a little bit. You can stare at the buildings around you. You can people watch. It's really relaxing and it's such a unique spot for Chicago because you've got this gorgeous river and these towering buildings on both sides, which you don't see in every city. So I thought it was the perfect way to spend the afternoon. So you got to experience Chicago on foot, uh, by bus and by boat, but there's something magical about being above the buildings and the streets. Um, the 360 Chicago observation deck on the 94th floor of the John Hancock building um, can make someone feel like they're on top of the world. What was your experience like uh, from up there on the observation deck? I'm a sucker for a good rooftop view and any city I go to, I always try to figure out where's the highest vantage point that I can see the city from. Chicago has some great options because there's a lot of high rises. So the John Hancock building, the 94th floor, there's an observation deck where you get 360 views of the city. It's in a prime location because you can see both the waterfront as well as deep into the city with the buildings. This trip we went at night. I've also been during the day. I would stop here definitely for a drink. I don't think I would eat there. I think they're known for their really good views. I'm sure there's plenty of other places you can eat, but we knew we wanted the view and a drink. 
And it was the perfect spot to stop by like right after dinner. It's a must see. It is so high up and it is, it really makes you appreciate like how large Chicago really is. Is there one thing um, that you wish you had done in Chicago that you're probably going to do on your next weekend trip that we didn't talk about today? I love going to coffee shops on my trips and like a non Starbucks. I mean, I love Starbucks, but I like to check out like a, a local coffee shop. We didn't really have time to do that between all of the activities and tours that we had. I would love to do that. I also love just wandering and probably stopping in a bar. Um, I've been to the bean before, which I think is pretty cool. And had we had time, we would have stopped by there as well. I know it's a touristy activity, but it's such a cool, it's such a cool thing in Chicago and it's fun. And so that's probably something else that I would do again and again, and it wouldn't get old. Marcy, your piece on Chicago is so fun to read, but there's much more on your website, layoversandluggage.com. Um, can you tell me more about layovers and luggage? What made you start that blog? And tell me about the types of you know pieces that you write. I've been thinking about doing a blog for years because friends are always asking for my trip itineraries or recommendations on places that I've been. And when I, I like to really research trips with books and blogs and talking to family and friends, but I always feel like there could be more information out there. And so for me, it's been a nice way to pay it forward, to have all my itineraries in one place, because I hope it'll help other people on their trips. And it's also a really fun, creative outlet. Like I love sharing pictures. I love sharing tips. I want other people to have an enjoyable trip or experience too. And so I hope that it can help other people like have an enjoyable and memorable uh, travel experience. Very cool. And where can people follow you on social media? So my Instagram is at findyourlightadventures. I update it daily with pictures from my travels and try to also include tips or favorite spots. And I update the stories too with recaps from various trips. And then they're all saved on the highlights as well. If social media is more your thing to learn about travel recommendations. Very cool. Now, before we close the show today, I do want to ask you one more final question. Um, Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel. So I want to ask you, are you someone who considers yourself to be a student of travel, someone who loves learning while they're traveling and will never stop learning? And um, if so, just can you maybe share a lesson that you've learned through your travel experiences? So I'm definitely a student of travel. I love to learn about the place that I'm in. I think travel helps me learn also about myself and it makes me appreciate my you know regular non-travel life as well. I think something that I have learned on trips is to do your research and know what you're getting into, but leave space for the unexpected. And that is something that I try to do in my regular life too, is not over plan, but leave a little wiggle room for those spontaneous uh, things to pop up that you didn't expect. I love it. And I totally agree with that, those words of wisdom as well. So um, we're on the same page there. Uh, Well, Marcy, thank you so much for taking the time again to uh, talk with me about your weekend in Chicago. Thank you for having me. That was so fun. I can't wait to go back. A big DBE thank you to Marcy Stewart from the Layovers and Luggage Travel Blog for taking the time to join the show. You can give Marcy a follow on Instagram at findyourlightadventures and make sure to visit her website, layoversandluggage.com. Remember to check out Group Experience to learn how to build your travel tribe. 
You can find more info about group experience in the show notes, and don't forget to give them a follow on Facebook. Destinations Beyond Expectations is on Facebook as well, and you can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Wherever you listen, if you don't mind rating and reviewing the show, that's really helpful, and if you love the show, share it with a friend. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.